Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys. It's our, an- our weekly. Hey. It's a snake draft. Snake draft, okay? And in honor of opening day in Major League Baseball, we're going to do baseball-themed things. So we're going to do ballpark buys. So ballpark things to buys. buy in a ballpark. So if, if you can buy it in a ballpark, it counts, all right? Okay. So I'm going to start off. I'm going to have Vin start us off. It's time for Dodger Baseball. That's a good way to start this thing. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, so the order this uh, today, and again, this is li- random uh, list sure. generator. Yep. <laughs> if we all we believe be- that. We totally believe you. <laughs> it's Travis, Taylor, Allen, Emily, and then Emily again, Allen, Taylor, Travis, and Emily and again. Three. <laughs> she she right. has her three before we get two. Travis, you up first. Is this just way too obvious? It, it just feels like this is the most obvious number one pick of all I, at a I baseball park. I don't know if it is. I think there's three of the most okay. obvious. I'm going to take beer. Uh, yeah, I, I will take a, a nice cold yep. beer at the ballpark. I feel like that if I didn't pick that, I would feel like a knucklehead. So mm-hmm. I, give give me beer. Taylor. Oh, give me the do- uh, the dog. Yeah, hot dog. Hot dog. So Taylor, I don't think, obviously, would have taken a beer. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so you're going dog. Uh, by the way, I'm really happy this got to me. Peanuts. I, I always say to you, right? First thing I do, I get a. You already got got the beer. I'll share some of my peanuts with you. Just let me get a couple sips of your beer. I'm going peanuts with my first pick. All right, I'm gonna have two in a row, in a row. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with helmet nachos. Helmet nachos, because obviously you know me. I took my helmet nachos on the road last year after after yesterday last year's game, and then I'm gonna go with. Again, helmet ice cream. So you ice like cream. helmets. I well, love a, I love a souvenir helmet. <laughs> helmet. <laughs> those really are the helmets there. All right, Al. Um, all right, I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go a little different on this one. It's okay. I probably could have got it later, but I'm just gonna take it right now. The team store, and I'm gonna go get a hat. They have such a great selection of hats at the team store. Everything that you can possibly find. A lot of the stuff that they sell there, they might not be selling, you know, in other spots. I'm going to go Team Storm and get me a good hat. It's a good one. All right, Taylor. Okay, it's a cliche, but they're actually good. I, I eat them don't only. Say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Say it. Say it. Don't listen to him. Come say on. it. He picked peanuts. Why can't I have Cracker Jacks? Of course, of course you, can. you can. Okay. That's what I was going to take. Oh, you're oh, going to take it. Yes. I, thought, I, thought I thought you were hating yeah. on it. I thought you were looking down on yeah, it. Yeah. No, I wanted it for myself. Yeah. It's a right. fine snack. It's a great <laughs> snack. I don't even like popcorn, and I love Cracker Jack because mm-hmm. it's covered in caramel peanuts in it. It's pretty, pretty darn <laughs> All good. All right, Trav, your two picks. Well, I gotta, I gotta recalibrate now that Cracker Jack has been start hijacked. Over. Along start the way. over. So here's, here's a, a quick one. You have helmet ice cream in the little helmet. Is all ice cream covered with? I think ice cream's got to be gone because then, so yeah, I, I, I unfortunately, it's like all beer is kind of gone. With yeah. That. yeah. Okay. Um, Hat is a good pick. I can't take hat. Uh, you know what I'm going to take? This is old school, and ha- Emily, you probably don't even know what this is. Al, maybe. Taylor, maybe. But this goes back to when I was a little kid along the way. I loved getting that program in the oh parking lot. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. That's a good one. I loved the program. So give me that. had. You know, you need your scorecard. You can't tell the players without the scorecard. Well, yep. yeah, I can. I got a phone. So I don't need the scorecard anymore, but still give me that program. So that's number one. Um Number number or number two, I should say. For so my third pick, I've got something to drink. I need something to eat here. What do I want to eat at the ballpark? It's no. You took the hot dog, right, Taylor? Hot, hot dog's, dog's gone. Um, nachos are gone. Nachos are gone. <laughs> Cracker Jack is gone. I'll take a jersey. Okay, I'm gonna jersey. take a jersey. All right, Taylor. It's expensive as hell, bro. Yeah, well, went, I got a guy. I I already spent twenty dollars on one beer. I'm, I'm right. basically I refined my in. house before I left for the game. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Oh man, I need something to drink. Give me some uh, lemonade. All right, lemonade. Okay, go a little lemonade Ow. there. Um, so I got the peanuts. I got my snack. I'm gonna be thirsty the whole time because I'm not using it on liquid here. Got my baseball <laughs> cap. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go get a pretzel. 
think Pretzel's a little underrated at the uh, at the oh, ballpark, yeah. so I'm going to go Brett Pretzel, and that's my three right there. All right, I'm going to uh, round us out, and I think I'm going to go with funnel cake. I know you can get a lot of places, but you, you can't get funnel cake. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, sweets. You've got one savory and two sweets. And that's what I like to have. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go to the baseball park. I was going to also put, like, maybe Dippin' Dots, but... That's ice cream. But it's also it's the only place cream. that I can get Dippin' Dots at. And I used Do to love like it. Those? I used to love it as a kid. Do you like it now? Uh, I don't... If someone's going to give it to me for free... Then yes. Do you like by the way, hot uh, they're okay. Yeah, that's all right. Cool. Taylor, do you like decent? Them? Yeah, yeah, they're good. You do, really? Oh, I guess some of them are okay. here. I think they're gross. By the way, does that not make you just say, "Yeah, let's"? When's the first game we're going to? Tonight. Tonight. Thinking about maybe doing something this weekend. I'm definitely doing something the following weekend. I got invited to something that I'm going to go, going to go do. But uh, so here, Dodger Stadium. I'm thinking maybe Sunday at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to do next Saturday the Angel game next Saturday. Okay. That's going to be, and you know I, I have to because you can't watch it, you can't listen to it on the radio, <laughs> or at least, you could. I guess it's you a can. Home game, it's just a little. So they'll do it. Yeah, but uh, that's different. that's something we'll get to. That's such a bad look. Do you see that? Where the Angels I, are I one of two it. teams mm-hmm. that are that do not send their radio team on the road. That they call them off TV at, in, in, at the BS. ballpark. Can I can I tell you something? I actually thought this was going to happen a lot more when COVID hit, and a lot of these teams stopped sending their broadcasters. So John and Michael, he had no choice. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had no choice. You were calling the games. They had monitors right here. If you remember, uh, Spectrum was doing the same thing with Billy Mack and Stu. I thought just because, look, you're going to have certain owners that. They don't care. How much can I save right here? How much can I save right it's there? Pennies it is the pennies. It's peanuts yeah. to, to use the the baseball side of things. But I really actually thought, I was like, hey, there's probably a risk here that you're going to lose a lot of these broadcasters that are going to be traveling, even if it was 15 20% of the broadcasters are no, lo- no longer traveling. And anybody who wants to try to justify that, that it's the same thing. It's not. And it's okay. And it doesn't matter. You cannot make – it's almost the equivalent of when these guys were – when the baseball games were in Texas and there was nobody there. It's the same you, – you can't, you can't make up a vibe. You can't pretend that, hey, this is really, really exciting watching it on TV. I'm not saying you can't get excited, but of course that experience is different on the ballpark. And why that's so important is because that's going to come through your speakers, your hearing, whatever that broadcaster, whatever he's feeling, you're going to feel as well. That's a big, uh, that's a big loss in it my opinion. It is a giant middle finger to your fans is what it is. That you're telling your fans that listen to your games on the radio. And by the way, especially here in California where we have such a strong car culture, where people are in their cars a lot. They, we all commute. We all take – we're stuck in traffic. And if you're a baseball fan, there's still something very pleasant about listening to a baseball game on the radio. It's a very – it's an easy listen. Even if you're not in the car. Y- yes, that too. It's on the high side, according to the article, that it's two hundred grand to send a two-man team on the road to cover your game. Two hundred grand. Anthony Rendon makes $38 million a year. Can you give the details? Give the details. So give the, the for those who don't know the story. Two teams. The mm-hmm. Angels and the Toronto Blue Jays are the only two teams that do not send their radio team out on the road. They will they will sit in the ballpark in the Angels case and call them off of TV. And and I'm glad you brought it up, Al, because the experience of watching these games being called from remote locations. And I you mentioned John and, and Michael, and I've talked to other people that had to do it too. You can only see what they're showing you on TV. I can't give you, oh, something's happening down at the other end of the court right now, right? Something, I, a fan reached over. I don't know. I can't see it. Where if you're in the ballpark, you can see it. You can provide color. You can provide context. Here's the other part about this stuff too that I think doesn't get mentioned nearly enough. You're around the team. You're with the players. You're with the coaches. You're with the executives. You learn things. You can add color to your broadcasts that you're not going to get if you're around them half as much as your contemporaries and your colleagues. You're telling your fans, I'm 100% okay with giving you a product that is less than 28 other teams out there. You don't matter to me to give you the best experience possible when you're listening to your favorite team on the radio because I want to save $200,000. If I would have told that's, you. That, that's a rounding error in the economics of baseball. This, this team, right, when he put them on the block, yeah. we are thinking this was going to go for about $3 billion. Mm-hmm. We're saving two hundred grand. 
It's 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 literally statistically zero. If I would have told you that there are two teams right now in Major League Baseball that are doing this, the Reds and the Angels. So I, that's would have been my guess. I I would have just said this: Is there a chance that the Angels are one of them? It would have been my second guess after the Reds. Of course, it would have been my second. So guess. to read off, um, to read off a quote here from Marty Moreno, we found out that it's not changing. We love our radio people; they do a great job. First off, what do you mean you found out it's not changing? Did you have to go to somebody to find out that it wasn't changing? You don't. You made the decision. I mean, that's that's your call. You could say somebody else in front of you can say, "Hey, I think we could save a couple hundred grand." Artie Moreno could say, uh, "Guys, what are we doing? What the hell are you talking about? Send the damn broadcasters on the road. Let them do their thing." Like all. For most I of the other teams Angel in every fans other, to have the best possible experience yeah. when they listen to an Angel game on the radio, and having the guys in the ballpark gives them the best possible experience. It's not complicated. We just found that the economics, forty to fifty thousand miles, is not going to change that experience. I'm going to go it back. Is. I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to go back to this. This is why Angel fans. It's little things like this that just. Add up. I'm not telling you that if you send out the broadcasters, Shohei Otani is going to be in a playoff game. Okay, I'm not. I'm, that's not the point. The point is, is that little things like this is why Angel fans got so excited about Artie Moreno selling the team. Yes, it's little thing, little BS stuff like this that add up, and they add up, and they add up. This is just another story. The man cannot get out of his own way. That where the conversation again, if you and I were sitting here saying. They had a chance to go get this player. They didn't get him because they saved. They were nickel and diamond. That's a, the experience, like you just said, it's an F you to the people who yes. listen to the broadcast and to your fans. I am not in giving you the absolute best experience, whatever it is, whether it's on a radio, whether it's on TV, whether it's in the ballpark. Uh, it, it's such a – It's such a. this should not be a story that you and I are having or having a discussion about. It especially, is disrespectful to the audience. Especially with baseball. There are so much blackouts. There are so many things that people can't watch it on TV, and they rely on their radio broadcast. More than any other sport, baseball means something with their radio programs. They People listen to it more than any other um, sport out there. And so it's, just, it's incredibly frustrating to see. I'm not even an Angel fan. There is a connection. You're right. Exactly. With radio. It's personal. It, it, it's it, intimate. 100%. You're, you're but radio and baseball, there's yes, a great connection. You, you and I were talking about this. We were talking about... I told you, I said, there's some days that I will just listen to a broadcast and I'll go for a walk. It's a three-hour game. I might as well go get one hour of walk. Do I lose the experience by listening on radio? Of course I don't. Not if the play-by-play guy knows what he's doing. Not if the analyst knows what they're doing and if they're in the ballpark. Listening to a baseball game on the radio is very intimate, right? You're relying on those guys to be your eyes and ears of what's going on in the game. Not to be your eyes and ears because they're seeing it on TV. That, that's a totally different experience. And th- this this is a little unfair, but it's also the reality of the world that they live in. They share a market with a team that just nails all this stuff. And, and here's what I mean. The Dodgers were one of the first teams to have a Spanish-language broadcaster, right, with Jaime Harin, and he became one of the legends of baseball broadcasting. Sure. They have catered to a Spanish-speaking audience in this city for a very long time. They have that is in large part in you know why they have such a loyal following in that particular community. Mm-hmm. The Angels have opted to not even engage that community really. Their Spanish language radio is virtually non-existent. Okay, in Southern California, that's bananas. The Dodgers have gone out of their way to develop their minor league system better than anyone else. They drafted and scouted and and, and found guys uh, overseas better than most, earlier than most. They invest in this so their fans have the best possible experience when the major league product is on the field, when you're watching it on television, when you're listening to it on the radio. They have aces all up and down the board when it comes to these sorts of things. They're not trying to save a couple hundred grand to give a fan a noticeably Idiotic. worse experience. Idiotic. And this is the stuff like the Angels are like, well, we, we paid Mike Trout. Well, we paid. We went and got Anthony Rendon. Yes, fine. But it's the little things that you're talking about, Slee. It's those little touches. Idiotic. Go, really? One of, if half the league did it, then you can kind of throw your shoulders up and say, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just whatever. And it doesn't, it doesn't help when I say, if I told you two teams aren't doing it, and you say, well, Angels are going to be on my list. Dodgers weren't going to be on your list. No. Giants weren't going to be on your list. The, Cubs, the, the Red Braves, Sox weren't. You know, Reds. like th- this doesn't give happen. Their fans the best possible yeah. experience, and other teams 
do not. The new movie, Air, coming out very, very soon. Sonny Vaccaro, of course, is played by Matt Damon uh, in that movie. The real Sonny Vaccaro joins us next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, Sonny Vaccaro is going to join us here shortly. He's uh, he's running a little bit behind. No big deal. We'll, we'll join up with him in a little bit. Um, that's got to be a cool feeling, Slee, when somebody comes to you and says, hey, listen, we're going to make this movie. You're yep. one of the main characters, and we're thinking, I don't know, Matt Damon plays you? What do you think? <laughs> that's got to be a pretty good deal. That's when you, you know, give me a day to think about it. <laughs> Could you not get is George Brad Clooney? <laughs> yeah, is, is Brad Pitt uh, previously engaged? That's that's got to be a good moment. Now this is uh, this is really cool too. I I think for a lot of sports fans out there, um, so so many times I mean, we'll use Jordan as an example, but some sometimes these greats we just spend too much time talking about what they're doing on the court, what they accomplished, how many championships is this player the goat? Remember this player in this situation, in that situation. This is fascinating. You, it, this is a yeah. fascinating angle that, you know, I, I, I'd love to learn some stuff I just didn't know about based off of this. It's the birth of one of the most iconic sports yeah. brands that we have. Yep. Right? That There's a line. I, I was watching a trailer for the movie, and there's a line that prior to them deciding that Michael Jordan was going to be their basketball ambassador, right? And they weren't going to go get a bunch. They were going to go get one guy and build the entire basketball brand around one guy. If you get it wrong, we're done. Right, and one of one of the lines was Nike is a running company. Nike's not in basketball. Th- think about that. And, that, and that was true at the time. Yeah. Nike was about track. Nike sure. was about those sorts of things. And now Nike not only is a basketball company, a basketball shoe, but they're like the sports apparel company in everything. Whether it's track or Golf. basketball, baseball, <laughs> take your yeah. pick. They kind of dominate that entire industry. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it would be a great conversation to have and. Um, again, it's going to be coming out. Air will be distributed by Amazon Studios exclusively, exclusively in theaters April 5th. So Looking get a head start it. on that. Sonny McCarrow here uh, shortly. So Dodgers open tonight mm-hmm. against Arizona. And I, I was as guilty of this as anybody. And I think that even people that are baseball fans are probably not watching a ton of spring training baseball, right? Maybe you watch an inning here or there. You catch an inning here or there on the radio, unless you're an Angel fan. And so you're you're kind of going through it like that. I can't wait to see the reaction after tonight and then mm. through the first weekend of people getting their first really good glimpse of that pitch clock and experiencing because mm. you're going to miss things if you watch games the way you used to. Yeah, and, and this is going to be new. I, I heard you know Kershaw had some quotes about it where – he was talking about it is a big adjustment, everything that goes from there. So it'll be, it'll be fascinating to see. All right, as promised, we are joined right now by Sonny Vaccaro, who is one of the main characters in the new movie Air, which will be distributed by Amazon Studios exclusively in theaters starting on April 5th. He's been in and around the college game, the pro game, and the shoe game for a very long time. Sonny Vaccaro joining us right now. Sonny, appreciate having you come on the show. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Is this Travis or Alan? This is Travis. <laughs> Okay, I feel good. Looking forward to this. Uh, 
something I never went through in my life, all these quick calls, but <laughs> ask me good questions. I'll give you honest answers, and I'm looking forward to doing this. Absolutely. You, you got it, Sonny. So let me, let's me let start with this. What was it like when you found out that they were making this movie and that someone with the impact and the, 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 the notoriety of Matt Damon mm. was going to play you? Just like the day that my wife said she'd marry me. I never <laughs> thought it would happen. I never thought it would happen. How could that be possible that I would be in a movie with icons at a young age in a world that I didn't exist in, the film thing? I mean, it's, it's impossible. And I'm, I'm saying that, you know, just as a regular guy, and that's who I am. But so absolutely impossible, you know. Why would they do it? Why were they doing the movie in the first place? And these two guys, this is the top of the food chain in that industry. Uh, Sonny, <laughs> Sonny, this is Alan. I'm, I'm ask you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so curious about this because Travis and I were just talking about it before you came on. It's such a fascinating story, and we feel like there's so much that we can learn from one of the most iconic brands that now represents so many different sports is just, you know, wherever you go, it doesn't matter. There's the, there's either the Jordan logo or there's just Nike. Um, I'm curious, what, what should those, when this comes out in theaters on April 5th, what should we expect? How have you, um, I guess, got a chance to your perception of what this is going to be like in theaters and how accurate it can possibly be to what you guys experienced back in the, uh, in the eighties. Alan, go, we'll take the last question first. If there's no Michael Jordan, the way Michael ended up and Nike signs him, the world has changed. The world of marketing would never have happened. No one would be getting millions of dollars. It's the one thing for sure. The one thing for sure, no one, ever, ever would have had a signature shoe that would have been built like this other than what Nike was capable of doing. And the reason they were, they had nothing going for them. It was a hit or a home run or a strikeout the bases loaded with that Michael Jordan. So it never would have happened unless Nike did it. And it would have changed history. It would have changed marketing history. Not saying that no one would have been, you know, they'd have still told the old tennis shoes. They'd have made this and that up. And when I say tennis shoes to your audience right now, (laughs) 1984, that's what we called basketball shoes. You wore tennis shoes. I did as a kid. Everyone, we wore this tennis shoe. We wore it everywhere. We wore it at the church. We wore it at the school. We wore it in the playground. It was regular. Then they start changing it, put a little identification. Then, then Stan Smith did it. But if Stan Smith was in tennis, who in the hell was watching tennis in 1960? Let's understand the, the parameters. What Michael did and what Phil Knight allowed to happen and Rob Strauss thought of, and I was lucky enough to be involved with Michael from the first minute. But the first one I said, give it to the kid, it changed history. So the world would have changed. I know it's easy to say 50 years later, but believe me, there's no reason for me to embellish anything. I'm 83 years old. I'm playing in extra innings. Okay? I'm just trying to be honest and make this clear to the audience. Michael Jordan is iconic. Not only is he one of the great basketball players, he's iconic because he created an industry that benefited players and making millions of dollars on it. And mm. Most of them were black athletes because even the Magic, the Larrys, the Stan Smith, whoever the heck they were, they were getting a set salary, a set pay. That's all they were ever going to get. Jordan opened the door. And now you're talking about LeBron. Then you're going to talk about Victor from France. You know, that never happens without Michael Jordan. Why do you think the shoe companies would all have been looking around, running around you know, wanting to give a piece of their company up? They had, and I knew, and Phil knew eventually, no matter what, what you thought of beforehand, the movie said, Nike was against the wall, okay? You needed some, we needed a miracle. I didn't know it was going to be like this. I'm not going to pretend anything. But I do know there's no one in the world that could have done what Michael Jordan did because he was the most exciting athlete in the world. Sonny Vaccaro joining us here on Travis and Sliwa. Sonny, you said a couple of things there. Number one, you said, you know, give it to the kid. That It was just yesterday that we were talking about Michael Jordan hitting that shot against Georgetown to win the national championship. At that point, a good college player, but not Michael Jordan. We didn't know what it was there. You said that I knew, that Phil knew eventually he came on board. When did you know? Why was it Michael Jordan? And when did you know that you had made the right choice, that this wasn't just a guy who had incredible game, this was somebody that was going to change the way that we do almost everything when it comes to sports and sports marketing? Forgive me, ESPN in Los Angeles. Let me just tell you something. I knew when he hit the shot, did I never think I'd say it again? I knew that day. Why? 
He beat Georgetown. Why? He beat Patrick Ewing. Why? Nike and Georgetown had a partnership. I was trying to sell shoes. John Thompson was one of my best friends in life. He beat him. I didn't give a damn about Michael after the show was over. I was hurt. But in my subconscious, all those years, I never said what I said to Rob Strasser two years later. Again, I had no reason. I, did, I never met Michael Jordan in my life until Tony Roma. But the shot was there. The film in the, the, film in the movie is one of the most, dy- and the movie's damn good, okay? But the, the feel where, where Matt shows, he uses a screen, he uses a, an old tape recorder to show them the thing. The actual last 18 seconds of that shot, that's how he explains to the public my mind. Basically, I never forget that when Matt said, Sonny, we can't tell them you thought about it, you kept it, because it takes five seconds to say that. So he took about two and a half minutes to describe every pass that Jackie sent. Everyone that, you know, they had a great team, uh, you know, that they had four guys in the NBA, my God. And then when you get your worthy crossing the, the set, the pick, and you see Michael all by himself in the left corner, and this sucker at 18 years old she sinks the shot that wins the first championship for Dean Smith. Everyone thinks Dean Smith was like John Wooden. That was his first one. I'm sorry. I get carried away. No, <laughs> no this is good. Answer. We're we're listening as if there's a movie playing. So, um, Sonny, Sonny, there's a there's famous story, and I'm just curious if um, how accurate this is. Back in the days when um, Jordan or the Nike releases the Air Jordan sneaker, is this right that the goal was to make three million dollars in the first three years? But in the first year, you guys exceeded $125 million. Is that accurate? I can tell you what everyone knows in town. I'm sure it was. I can tell you this. I don't know. I have no idea of that. But I do know what we were looking for was to sell more shoes because the only shoe that was selling was the basketball line because of the colleges wearing it. We, Nike was not doing well. I have no idea. There, there's a policy they may have gone under. I doubt very much. Still, Nike's a bright mind or brilliant, right? But what it did was save the company. I mean, so yeah. I'm I'm saying that there's no question. And those numbers at the end, the the the, the, the 130 million or whatever they put on the screen, that happened. And remember, the deal was we gave him 10 percent or 15 percent or 20. That was part of the deal that I suggested. Make him part of it. And Rob and, and, and Phil, it wasn't just me. So I'm not saying that. But we gave him a point or two of that shoe. No one ever did that before. Mm. And we did make that much money. And after that, it was game, set, match. <laughs> Sonny Vaccaro joining us here on Travis and Sliwa. And one last before we let you go. Uh, you know, the name Michael Jordan, everybody knows. The name Phil Knight, everybody knows. The Nike, everybody knows. Does any of this stuff come together without Michael Jordan's mother, Dolores? If Michael Jordan's mother doesn't, and she doesn't finalize it to the last scene in the movie. That's, that happened. I got to know, I didn't know Mrs. Jordan until after I met Tony Romo. We're leaving Tony, and I thanked Michael. Well, the first time I ever met him, right? And I don't know what's going to happen in the future. So I asked him, you know, how's everything, what, who's the most important people in your life? And he didn't say Coach Smith. That's what I was looking for. I needed an end. I needed to talk to somebody because I, I never again talked to Michael until he started signing him. Sure, swear to God. And he said, my parents. And that's where the old-fashioned telephone calls started <laughs> working. Eventually I called. And then over the years, and, and we had, and I'll leave you with this, we had the premiere the other day in Viola Davis plays her, and Viola's going to get an award for her role in this movie. I'm telling you that right now. She was dynamic. She was unbelievably good. At the end of the movie, Mrs. Jordan just came back, and I'm at the meet, I'm at the party, and Viola hangs up, and Pam and I go over and take a picture with her and give her a hug, and she said, "We just, I just came up from Dolores Jordan, and she told me to tell you and Pam what I'm telling you and your audience. We remain friends, and we still are friends with Mrs. Jordan. God, you know, bless him. But Mr. Jordan, you know, tragic end there. So I can tell you that was a real relationship. And if she doesn't tell Phil Knight that that famous meeting at last, we don't." First of all, they got on the plane because of Mrs. George. It wasn't mm. because of Michael or David Falk. That's <laughs> they got on the phone because of Mrs. Jordan. Mrs. Jordan was the alpha individual in the whole movie. Sonny Vaccaro, the movie Air debuts in theaters exclusively on April 5th. It's Matt Damon, it's Ben Affleck, it's Viola Davis, and it's based in large part on Sonny Vaccaro's life and career at Nike with Phil Knight. Sonny, great conversation. Thank Thanks you, for Sonny. joining us. 
Thank you. Hopefully someday you guys will, will just BS and I'd like to talk, as you can see. All right? <laughs> I there believe you. you. Thank I you, believe Sonny. you. Thanks, Sonny. That was great. Think about that. What have you done with your life? I don't know. I created Air Jordan. Oh, cool. Pretty, pretty good thing. I to told on Phil your Knight maybe resume. we should give him a point or two on it, and <laughs> it worked uh, out. maybe maybe more than else worked one out. One or two, Jeez. unbelievable. We'll talk more about that. Plus, we got Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm really excited to see Air. I can't wait yeah, to see when it comes out. It's going to be a really great movie, I think. And my, one of my roommates worked on the movie, and she loved working on it with Matt and Ben. I don't say this very often, but I, I, I will see that movie in the theater shortly after it comes out. I'm excited to see it. Sweet. Yeah. And Islands Just Arise. So super excited to dive into that later. Set yes. two burgers. <laughs> yes. And, Emily, speaking of things that I saw, I saw Succession um, yesterday. So Ooh, I, I, I have my... You, we'll, we'll see if I'm more <laughs> Emily or more Morales. Okay, okay. All right. So it is opening day for the Dodgers and across um, Major League Baseball. So it got me thinking, baseball opening day is the best opening day in sports. Mm. Travis, Fetter Cat. Hmm. Yeah, I think it is, fact, because here's the thing. Baseball has way too many games. There are too many, and you don't get very many special ones. Well, 47. (laughs) You get a handful of really special ones six months from now if you are one of three or four teams. But for the next six months, five and a half months, let's say, 30 teams will play 145 meaningless games except for today. Today's the good day. Today's the day that sets the tone. They got the bunning out. You line up on the foul lines. You say everybody's name. The ballpark is full. Pirates won't have a full ballpark for the rest of the season. They'll have one on opening day. That's what makes it the best. Al? It's cap for me. I think that first game in the NFL, right, that Thursday night game. I was hoping you weren't going to say NBA because I was like, NBA opening day is not as good. Anyway, continue well, on. But people who love the NBA yeah, will true, say true. the NBA. But even as somebody who loves the NBA – Thursday night, that tells me, oh, we're we're back. The right? champion always plays first. Yep, the game is always fa- usually but the game. The, the, the game, competition right? is good. It's, it's one game, yeah. one day. Like the baseball, everybody plays. Yeah, and it's just kind of a, an event across the league. Which you're not you're not wrong, but if you said which day are you looking more forward to that Thursday opening football? There's also something about that time of the year where you know that all these other sports are going to start colliding. You're not that far away from playoffs starting You're not, for Major League Baseball. Opening day for football is my favorite. Taylor? I think fact for, yeah, baseball is the most exciting. I think all the casual fans get excited for these first couple of days and then they kind of peter out. Right, and there's also something like, maybe this is also a product of me living in a place where uh, it takes a while to get to spring, Yeah, but it's it's the signaling of spring's coming. You go there, it's a beautiful day usually, you might get out of school, all this great stuff. It's kind of like, there's a lot of warm and fuzzies around opening day for college baseball, or for not college baseball, yeah, for baseball in general. Um, yeah, so. I think that's a great, that, that's not part of it here, Emily, but I think you're right. I think for 80% of the country, that's exactly what it is. All right, so there is a the Rangers are rolling out a two foot long broomstick burger sure. at the Rangers ballpark in Arlington, and it's essentially just like super long. You can share it amongst people, but it's just a stacked burger, and it looks disgusting. And they uh, rolled it out yesterday. So, 
a lot of ballparks will have these like stunt foods that they'll put out there. I know someone tagged us in a, a deep fried cheesesteak yesterday. So you have ever eaten stunt food because it looks really interesting to you. Alan, Dr. Cap. I think, okay, so at a ballpark, um, no, I, 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 Cap, I don't think I've eaten the stunt food. Some of these fairs, I've had some just like random things, but it's been a long time. Delmar Fairground used to go to, and I know I'd eat the most random stuff. Like what? I, um, what is the, uh, what was it? The, is it the fried pickle they do or something like that? Those are good. I, and I, that's not something yeah, deep I fat would, fried Oreos. I would never, butter, I haven't had that butter on a stick, but I would never typically eat any of that stuff. If I'm at a ballpark, who was it? I'm, I'm forgetting the person. There was somebody that was like specifically going to different ballparks and they were getting like the craziest food. Is it um, Guy Freddy? It's not Guy <laughs> Freddy. It's not. I would tell you if it was Guy Freddy, you know that. Okay. Um, but I have not gone to the ballpark and had some of this crazy food. Taylor? Cap, not at the ballpark. I've had some crazy food like at Wisconsin bars. They have these Bloody Marys. They have like um, oh, yeah, like I've a had fried that chicken sitting on top of All it. All kinds of Vegas. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sliders. Vegas too. Yeah, good stuff. Didn't mean to pass by a Trav. No, I know you want to talk okay. about food. No, no. Yes. I, I figured you'd circle back. I wasn't too worried about it. I'm not a, I, I've eaten exactly one item of stunt food in my entire life. I deeply regret it. I'll never do it again. It happened right here in this studio, and I, I don't do it's it. not stunt food. A sandwich that makes you want to die, I think, is a stunt. That's not like a the stunt. hottest possible sandwich. Yeah. That it's is a, a lunch. Food. Yeah. That's yeah. literally it's um, a it's a snack. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't do that. I, I if I'm going to a ball game, I want to have something that I'm going to like. I want to have the hot dog. I want to have the nachos, the peanuts, the things. Well, that you don't I, like the hot dog now, but I don't like the hot dog. No, I don't. But I'll probably still have one anyway. <laughs> but you know, that's that's not my jam at does all. Do- does Dodger Stadium do something specific? Like, are they known they used for? To. Yeah, they used to. Not anymore. The mm-hmm. Dodger dog was iconic. And here's the thing about no, the no. Dodger I was going to say like just a food. random stunt oh, food I'm that sure they, they do. do. They all do. They have the deep fried uh, cheese stick. The Dodger dog was more iconic than it was delicious. If I'm being perfectly honest, it was fine. It was a good dog, but it was it was long. It hung out of the end of the buns at both ends. It had the char mark. It was unique and it was iconic. It was okay, but the thing they're giving you now is garbage. No, thank you. All right, so uh, if you're like me, you kind of go typically with the the cheapest ticket possible to go to a Dodger game, depending on the game. But I like to not spend a lot of money and use that money to spend on food or alcohol. So, uh, but I know you guys like to have better seats. But if you are in bad seats, and you would move seats if no one was in front of you. So these are better seats in front of you. You would move to them if no one has claimed it. Um, so, Alan, I'm going to start with you. Factor cap. Back in the day, yes. Cap now. I don't just wouldn't do it uh uh, i think back in the day i was like hunting like all right what's going on in that section what's going on here but you feel like if you're 16 to maybe 24 i'm okay to do that i felt like after that i stopped taking those risks so cap for me trap that that's basically the right answer although i will say this like let's say in your situation emily that you buy like a top pavilion ticket right bobby go find a seat and 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 you're it's they're playing the pirates on a wednesday night and you look and half of the 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 box seats are empty why not right and i and and i really don't nine out of ten times no one's gonna stop you no one cares baseball's the game to do it in yes I would like basketball. I wouldn't feel different. comfortable at all. It's different yeah. in a basketball game, but at a baseball game, it's. I, I think it's okay. Sure. How many innings do you have to wait? One o'clock I, I, on a Wednesday. Three, four. I think if three or four, and you just see this wide swath of empty seats, I think you can go park yourself there, and it's good to go. Taylor, fact, but you've got to gauge. You know the the number of people there and what inning it is, what quarter it is. I know one time I took a girl to- I'm already stressed. Took a girl to a Lakers game one time and it was like the first quarter and she's like, oh, we should move up. And it's, it's like a packed crowd in there. I'm like, no, now definitely not now. You know, wait a little while. I had, um, I had, I've been to Fenway twice. The first time I ever went to Fenway. Do you remember, and you might remember the name because he's really kind of a legend in sports talk, right? It was around for a long time. Philly Billy Warndell. Remember course, Philly Billy? Of okay. course. So Philly Billy, I was working down in 1090 down in San Diego. I'm like, Philly Billy, listen, I'm going to Boston. I'm going to a Red Sox game. He's like, I got you. I'm like, okay, I don't even know what that means. He's like, how many tickets do you need? I told him, two tickets. Just me and my cousin are going to be going to the game. He's like, don't worry about it. Go to the ticket office. It's going to be under your name. Uh, talking to him the day before. Philly Billy, hey, I'm getting ready to go. This, Yeah, you're good. You're all, you're all taken care of. Get to Fenway, go up to the box office. Alan Sliwa, what's the last name? S L I W A. Like, we got no idea what you're talking about, buddy. 
I call Philly Billy. He's not answering the of phone. Of course he's not. So then I go to where the ticket, just where they're letting people in. I tell the guy the story. I'm like, listen, I don't know where the tickets are supposed to be this. The guy just says, I just go in there. Yeah. Both of us go in there. So now we have no seats. We're at Fenway. So now we have to basically. Fenway, by the way, is almost always full. Okay, so now we got a, yeah. and this is a Friday. This is a Friday night. The only oh, yeah. thing we had going our way was it was kind of there was like a two one hour delay, something like that. Okay, so we just picked two random seats, took the uh, uh, took the risk. No one ever came and sat in those seats. I think that's the last time that I just took two random seats and went. And one more time for uh, old time's sake, and for those who are going to the Dodger game today, uh, have a great time. It's time for Dodger baseball. It's a good day. Yeah, it's it's a good day. Have you ever been to an opening day major league game? Opening day? No, I don't think I've been to opening day. It's fun. It, there, there's a little something in the air. I that's lied. Not I there. lied to you. Have you been? I lied to you. Yeah, when yeah. they opened up Petco Park. Yeah. Opening day. We got. We actually got tickets to go yeah, to that. So, it's, yeah, it's the Dodgers play Arizona tonight. It will be electric. It will be fun. The Dodgers play Arizona tomorrow night. It's be like 160 yeah, it be, more yep. to go. What's What's Dave doing? <laughs> it's just all oh, that totally will change quickly. Different experience. Uh, Sean McVay said something that I thought was really interesting, and I got a question, Slee. Has he earned the right to say it? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's here, Slee. It's here. I can see it from here. Okay. I see pineapples. I see food. I see uh, straw hats and orchids, and the entire island theme is going on over there. Islands uh, is in the house. Hooking it up. Here's what we have today, Slee. Got the big wave cheeseburger, famous island seasoned fries. Got a little ranch on the side, Emily. That's your jam, right? Let's go. There you go. Uh, Hawaiian burger with a grilled pineapple and teriyaki sauce. Mm. If you haven't had that, you're doing it wrong. Kilauea burger. It's got a little uh, jalapeno and black pepper. Uh, there's wings. There's fries. There's tacos. There's beach bowls. There's sliders. There's cocktails. There's, I mean, come on, man. Of course, no better place to go get all of that food and watch the Final Four coming up uh, this weekend. Go Aztecs, then Islands. And you're thinking, well, where do I go? In your neighborhood. There's yeah. 40 of them around Southern They're California. Around. 40 different locations for islands. So wherever you are, there's not one far from you. There are actually two within 10 minutes from where I live. I can go do that jalapeno. You say that. Uh, it's on the list. Yeah, that's that sounds that's attractive right there. It does. And look, the big wave, that's just like the classic. That's You can't sure. go on there. Hey, would you like a cheeseburger and some fries? Yes, I would. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that sounds pretty terrific. I'm in. And you know what I'm going to say. I can't I can't say the words, go to islands, and not say it. The mugs and the beer, and I, I don't know what they do. Ice cold. They're like, the, the mug is so cold you can barely hold it. Yeah. That's how cold Love it is. That. I it wear is a glove. Best. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know when they go in the- Snowboarding. Right, when you go to, uh, when they burn off like the wart with the uh, liquid nitrogen and the lady has to take the canister with that glove, that's what you get. They give you one of those. <laughs> just hey, oh, and and a welder's mask. I'd much rather that. have a cold beer than <laughs> it's probably better. Any of those. Probably better. All right. So the Rams are doing whatever it is they're doing, and okay. I still can't even describe exactly what it is. It's not a rebuild or a reboot necessarily, or a remodel. It's certainly not business as usual because they're pretty quiet. Um, Sean McVay said this. I, I think this is this is pretty interesting. Sometimes the best you can do is reset the deck, have a healthy perspective, and focus on things that you control. Every year is a new year. We have five years of great experiences. I think that's a really interesting way to look at this because I think what 
they realize that maybe they're slightly reluctant to say, but what they realize and what I think most fans have tapped into this era, the Sean McVay 1.0 is closed, right? That the, the six year window that we just had with Sean McVay was four playoff appearances, two Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl championship, and two seasons where it didn't go the way that you wanted to. That is an extraordinary six-year window. You you really can't ask for more than what they did. I think they realize it's time to kind of start the next one, and we need to go back to square one before we can start to run through it again. We've had five years of great experiences. I think is code for it, guys. Give us a second to catch our breath. We're going to go on another five-year run, but it's not starting quite yet. I have no pro. This is actually probably one of the first quotes I've heard in the offseason that I really like. Um, I think there's been a lot of other times where you're confused of what direction are they going and what are they saying? What are they trying? What's the plan? I have no idea what the plan is. This sounds like an organization that. Um, yeah, they they. It's really difficult for I think a lot of franchises to accept the fact that no 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 this is 100%. this is not we can't just keep trying to build something where that foundation isn't set. And what's so unique about the Rams is, if you're a Rams fan, just think about what's happened in the past and the fact that you went to two Super Bowls and you cashed in and you won one, and then you have your franchise, you have your head coach who's so important to the organization saying, we're going to need a second here. That's okay. That's all right. You know, I'd much rather have this than you're chasing um, uh, just to get into the playoffs and you continue chasing that you're 500. That seventh spot. It's so the worst place to be in in, in sports, open. and that's where so many franchises stay. I, I, I got to be honest, Trav. I really like the quote. I do too. I, I think it's smart, and I think it's it's difficult to be honest with yourself. It's difficult to evaluate yourself. It's very difficult to be honest when things are not going well and say things are not going well. Or your well. ego gets in the oh, way or all that. All, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Ego and I'm smart enough to fix it or I'm talented enough to fix it. It's just, you know what? We don't have the goods right now. Let's pull back. Let's get some picks. They have uh, 11 draft picks, I think it is, this year. they got a couple inside the top 100 that McVay's talking about. They're going to get some good players in this draft. That Let's just wait and see what the next five-year window looks like. Because, look, just let's say it's half as good. If I asked Rams fan, and go ahead and give us a call, 877-710-ESPN, mm-hmm. 877-710-3776. If I said Rams fans, we're going to go through a year this upcoming season, the 23 season, that's – Kind of, sort of like 22. Under 500, not a playoff team, it is. But the five years that come after that are half as good as what you just went through, which means you're going to go to the playoffs two times and go to the Super Bowl once. You're taking that, right? If I said Don't even next, ask that question to Rams fans. Ask that question anybody. to any other fan base out there that's supporting another NFL team. And this is what they can do because they've done it. This was not a good team. When the Rams came to Los Angeles, they were bad. Yeah. They had not had a good team in a very long time. The, the opening scene of Hard Knocks that year, right, was not, no more of this 7-9 and nine BS, right? And they weren't. They won four games. They were 4-12. They, they didn't they have changed that. that narrative. They were a bad team. They yeah, were a boring yeah. team. But they turned it around quickly because of some shrewd maneuvering, because they got exactly the right coach, and they took some very big and bold chances, and they paid off. Let them do it again. If McVeigh had a quote in here that said something to the effect of, you know what? We never reset the deck. No, that's not what we do here. We're the Los Angeles Rams. And the Rams, you're expected to compete for a Super Bowl. It's nothing. Those are just words. And you hear a lot of franchises talk about like that. You hear a lot of coaches talk like that. You hear a lot of owners talk like that. That doesn't mean it's a good game plan. I, I think, you know, again, I go back to this. Have a healthy perspective and fo- focus on things you control. Every year is a new year. We have five years of great experience. I, and I, I'm going to go back to the first thing you said. Uh, best things you Sometimes the best things you could do is uh, reset the deck. That sounds like a franchise and a head coach that has really, really good perspective. Just perspective on it's not easy to win every single year. We what what The risks that we took in the past helped us for the past, but the past is over. So now we got to look at things a little bit differently. It can't be the exact same as it was. I, that's that's a that sounds like somebody that knows where that franchise is and what they need to do moving forward. Let's try a call here. Let's go to Steve in North Hollywood. Steve, you're on with Travis Sliwa. What's up? Hey, fellas. Look, I'm a you know long time Ram fan, going all the way back to the 
70s. And uh, I, <laughs> right now, I feel like I'd rather than uh, uh, just kind of kick it around this season and see if we can win six games or something. I'd rather they just burn it all down. I, I would rather, rather, you know, finishing last in the NFL with the way the draft works is better in many cases than, than you know, finishing in the middle. And um, I realize that, you know, fans that are season tickets and stuff like that, are, they don't like that. But the reality is, is that's what a lot of teams do to win faster. And um, I'm looking post-Stafford, right? I think we all are. And, um, look, I'd be very happy if he retired, not because I don't want to see him throw again, but because he's had all the concussions and I'm not sure his heart's in it. And to be honest, it's time to find a quarterback, and that's something McVay's been avoiding. But in the big picture, winning, what, five, six games this year? The schedule's tough. Seven games? I don't know. Yeah. Really, the cupboard is bare. I would rather be terrible for a year, terrible, win three games, than do this thing that they're doing right now. At least, what I, I think like. you're right, Steve. Thank you for the phone call. I think that you, you want to bottom out as quickly as you can so you can start to rebuild. Yeah. That the middle is the worst spot. Mm-hmm. You, you don't win the Super Bowl from the middle maybe once in a million years. We see it all the time. Bad teams become good teams very quickly. Especially in the NFL. You yeah. get the right quarterback yeah. and everything kind of clicks into place. One more quick phone call here. Let's go out to Riverside and Miles. Miles, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, guys. Can you hear me okay? Yep, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm a season ticket holder. I go back to Roman Gabriel back in, you know, a long time ago. Um, I'm also a school teacher, and I have to bust my butt to uh, to pay for my seat, my SSL, you know, licensing. And medi- I'm not okay with mediocrity. We spent a fortune on this stadium. And to be okay to tank for a year or two to rebuild, I'm not okay with it. Miles, let, let me ask you this question. I, I want you to be realistic with this. You might not be okay with it, but just think about this for a second. You don't think this happens with every single team in every single sport. And what a lot of these other teams don't have the um, – what they can't say is they won a Super Bowl a year and change ago. Like, I, I get what you're saying, and nobody's saying that you shouldn't be upset because of the product and how much you spent to go get those tickets – but think about how many other NFL teams, Major League Baseball teams, NBA teams, hockey teams. Rebuilding is part of your friend. There's no way to avoid that. No. If you expect every single year you're going to be competing for a Super Bowl, your expectations are way off, mm-hmm. and maybe you should rethink some of the tickets that you have. Every league is set up for the good teams to get bad, both economically, draft pick-wise. It's virtually impossible to stay at the top for a very long time unless you get an incredibly weird set of circumstances like you have a Tom Brady, right? There's not another one of those coming along. You need to go down so you can go back up. What you're saying, I understand, Miles, that the economics, that it's expensive, and I get it, and I'm sympathetic to it. I really am. But trying to chase the top constantly means you will always be in the middle. You will, you will never be good, and you will never get bad enough to get good. If, you, if you're chasing that... 14th spot in the league 14 16 you're going to be between 14 and 20 for the foreseeable future you got to go down to the high 20s and 30s to get up to the single digits. i would be more sympathetic to what he's saying if he was saying look we haven't made the playoffs in x amount of years totally different i keep spending money yep. and every time i spend you know what my owner does not want to win he's not showing that he wants to win he's Doesn't cutting send the corners road team on the radio what's that? Send the radio to the road games doesn't go get the arguably the best coach that's out there in the NFL, doesn't come sign. I'd be more sympathetic towards that, not, hey, I know we just won a Super Bowl and we keep going to the playoffs, but this whole we're not going to be competitive for a year or two to get better, I, I, I just – I would have more faith in what the Rams are doing. Lakers have a big win last night. Did they all of a sudden become the team to beat in the West? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.